Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Season three, episode seven. It is Wednesday night, November the 17th, 2021 at 7.30 East p.m. Eastern Standard Time. My name is Mark. And my name is Kevin. And you are listening to the Excuse Me. I'm speaking what's going on everybody we're back season three so far has been a lot of fun so we're excited to get right into episode seven uh kevin anything new going on in your life is there anything anything you want to tell anyone no besides my besides my infatuation with how much i'm in love with your new shaven face because you look like you're yeah that's what's new you look like you're 32 years old which is my type i I do look a lot younger i still got the receding hairline but uh yeah i i actually went to i I needed to do a trim my beard uh it was it was last night and then i thought to myself i'm gonna i'm gonna shave in a goatee and I'm going to be like one of those goatee guys. And you know what I mean? But it turns out I got a ginger beard. And I don't know if you've ever seen a ginger goatee, but uh, it did not look good at all. So I just ended up shaving off everything. And now I'm clean and shaven and bare. I haven't been this way in a long time. And that eh, that's what's new with me. That's Kevin, what she said. Hi, oh, Kevin, why don't you get into what we're talking about tonight? Guys, welcome back again. Season three, episode seven. Um, some news headlines. There, there's been some big development over the past week and a half with uh, the deliberation with the uh, Kyle Rittenhouse case um, of a child that has been um, subject to a murder investigation in the court system. Then we have a judge sentences the U.S. Capitol nicknamed the Aquan Shaman to uh, a long what? period of time in prison. I then see- we got the Italian gov- governors, the Italians. They're calling for vaccination people to be put under lockdown. We got a huge uh, developing story that's going on right now is uh, there's uh, been a lot of climate change going on in BC. Mark, can't wait to get on top of that. Um, Moving further down our list, uh, we have uh, the question about video games, man. There's like the the open world games. What's the status? What's going on with that? What What are people talking about? Of course, we got the millionaire, the movie review, the sports headline, we got your NFL picks of the week. And lastly, welcome back to the show, guys. Mark, let's kick it off right from the top. So, um, the, the, yeah, the, the, the big news story of, of today is that the, the jury is in uh, deliberation in the Kyle uh, Rittenhouse case. Uh, Kyle Rittenhouse was a, a young man, as I'm sure everyone knows, who... Uh, who crossed a state line with a gun to uh, protect uh, Kenosha, Wisconsin. I mean, uh, when you say he crossed the state line, that sounds bad, but it was actually only like an 11 minute drive from his house. So it was really just down the street from where he lives. He was protecting his own area. And uh, he ended up killing uh, two people and wounding a third one with this huge rifle. Like dude just is like walking around this young kid with this huge rifle. It's really weird. But I mean, those riots were, were crazy. People were burned, were like burning down courthouses and burning down police stations and robbing J.C. Penney and stuff like that. Like, it, like shit was going down. And Kyle Rittenhouse was there with his huge gun. Why he was there, I like other than to like why he thought he had to protect people or why he thought he should. I don't know. I probably would have stayed home if there was riots going on. But uh, he ended up killing uh, two people, wounding another one. 
and now he's finally been heard in court. He's had his day in court, and the and the and the jury is in their well, today was their second day of de- deliberation. And Kevin, I've been following this case, and I kind of think that they're going to acquit him. I kind of think they're going to show, you know what? He actually killed these people in self-defense, which sounds crazy. But again, this is America we're talking about here. They love their guns. You have to understand he was allowed to walk around with that gun, like legally, like why you should be like, that's a, that's a whole different topic. Like, 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 should you be allowed to walk around with a gun like that? But he was, and he was allowed. And and then people were pointing guns at him. People were threatening, uh, threatening his life. Someone smashed him in the head with a skateboard and people tried to take his, like one man tried to take his rifle off of him. And what would you do at that point? What would he have to do? And he, he pulled the trigger and he shot him and, I, I I don't know what's gonna happen. Like there are protesters outside. If he gets if he gets let off, which I think is gonna happen, like do you you know what I mean? Do you think he's gonna go down? Like like would there be another riot? Is what I'm asking. Like you know so, what I mean? So be, because this is a leftist agenda uh, case of no matter what the verdict, there'll be a riot. Um, the rea- the reality is is that the, the case is is about a, a young man who was. Um, who was essentially, uh, like you said, had a, a firearm that was uh, that was legally acquired, that was legally permitted, and that what he did was the conversation is about self-defense. It's not about where he was or what he was doing. It was about defending yourself. When yeah, why is he defending you himself? With, with, with deadly weapons, multiple people, people saying, I'm going to kill you, you being shot at. And then when a guy puts his hands up, puts his hands up and, and like, just so that Kyle Rittenhouse points his firearm down, man, what happens? The guy then reaches for his fucking firearm to point and shoot at Kyle Rittenhouse, but Kyle Rittenhouse reengages and shoots and kills him. And all of a sudden he's the bad guy. It's like, what is Kyle Rittenhouse supposed to do? Just like, wait to see if he shoots him or not. No, man, he's, yeah. he's going to like defend himself. So the, the whole story just comes down to, what what was the proper sequence? And as soon as you see the video that was presented, the case is over. That's why it only lasted like three days in court because the case is over. There's the video. That's what happened. It's clear as day. Well, it's see, it's not clear as day for a lot of people because, like we're saying, like I know that it's self defense, and we say it doesn't matter why he was there. It doesn't matter that he had a gun. He didn't, like it is. I mean, like, if you went to those riots at all, are you not looking for trouble? Like, you know what I mean? Are you not looking for some kind of a, like, like... That's why it's called a riot. <laughs> exactly. Hey, hey, do you want to go exactly. to the riot tonight? Yeah, man. Is like, that a new club? He was there. Like, even though he was there, is he not guilty of rioting by, like, by just association, just by showing up to the riot when he knew that there was a riot and people were damaging property, and he's like, I'm going to go get a big gun, and drive down there like you can see why people are angry i think he's going to get let go or there's going to be a mistrial uh the the lawyers are, are arguing over about some well, one of the videos uh, there was a drone that took a video of what happened and there's a there might be a mistrial or even a retrial because of this stupid video with the drone and, and the whole time right the whole the time video is, doesn't even matter why was the why was the riots <laughs> happening again and the whole time black lives matter all of a sudden, they like, they showed up for the political vote. Left, Joe Biden was elected. They kind of just disappeared. No one talks about Black Lives Matter anymore. It's like it was just a thing. And then they're like, Asian lives matter. 
this life's matter. And the thing is, they all rioted to be like, we matter. We matter so much. We'll burn it down. And they're like, you guys do realize you're burning your quote unquote own people down. You know, you're burning their establishments. Like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Yeah. You know, and, uh, like that was your and, tax and, and, money that built that. And then your tax yeah. money is going to fix it. So I don't understand. Well, and that's the right. Feels right? Good, I don't know. And, and that's the whole that's the whole joke is like, why would you when people are like, literally, it's America. Wisconsin they're literally standing outside of their fucking house just like you see in a movie with a firearm to be like stab my property I will shoot you so then you have this young man who's protecting a property but somehow gets the cops couldn't support him anymore and he had to run for his life and it's a fascinating story but yet the media still pushes him as a white supremacist and it's even the president even the president's pushing him as like a white supremacist and stuff like that. Like it's weird. Yeah. It's weird how the media can, can do that too. I mean, for all I know, Kyle, Kyle Rittenhouse is a white supremacist, but I don't believe he is. And I haven't really seen any, any evidence of, uh, of that at all. I've, I've been following the case and like, no one's even talking about white supremacy at all. I guess it'd be a ridiculous thing to talk about in court to try and. Well, his it. last name in German is pronounced Rittenhouse. Rittenhouse. <laughs> yeah but you know speaking of riots man like did you did you hear about the one of the judges um uh, in the u.s capitol riot uh january 6th boom 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 um the k1 shaman you know that guy right the, he no, was no, the no, no, okay it's the q on shaman q on so the the uh, the q on shaman now like now Kevin isn't pronouncing QAnon right because Kevin and I don't really know what QAnon is. It is no. something like right wing, like far right. And it is something that's like lizard people and like Pizzagate and stuff like that. I'm pretty sure. I think that's what it is. I don't know. But uh, that when we say the QAnon Shama, that's that guy who on January 6th had the horns. Like when you say the horn guy, everyone knows what you're talking about. Yeah, he was the poster boy. Yeah, he was the poster boy for the Capital Six. Remember, they had that meme. I'll put it up on our on the excuse me, I'm speaking uh, Instagram again, where they had that meme of him mm-hmm. like the horn with the, the the horn guy. Someone photoshopped him on the cover of the Call of Duty video game, and it's like Call of Duty, like and I forget what the name of the game was, but it was hilarious. And uh, so I'll put that up again. But that guy today, just today, breaking news, got 41 months in prison. Which is just, you know what I mean? But it's about like 3.4 or something years. Oh, he's going to make millions writing books there. Writing books. What is he going to write a book about? Like walking around the cat. The guy didn't really do all that much. Like he didn't hurt anyone. He didn't, uh, it didn't look like he was screaming at anyone. It really just looked like he was walking around. And now he was walking around in a, in a like, let's call it trespassing. Like he's not allowed to be walking around the Capitol. Like just, you know what I mean? Dressed like that with his arms up with like the wall with Trump's wall tattooed on his arms. Like he probably shouldn't, like he wasn't supposed to be there, but really like trespassing seems to be like the only thing that I saw this guy was guilty of. But but the beautiful thing though, Mark, is he will forever be like legend, right? Because he'll probably get the longest sentence because like none of the rioters killed anybody. You know what I mean? It was the other know, side. It was the police who killed somebody. Yeah, it's, it's like the police were killing. And they're like, the 10 cops died. They're like, no, like cops died months later from heart attacks. Allegedly not from the vaccine shots. But that's a whole nother story. That's another episode altogether, yeah. 
the, uh, the interesting thing is that like 41 months so like it's a non-violent crime um if well can we say it was non-violent like i don't know how he got into the capital did he if he like did he break in and enter like did he kick down a door like how did he get into the capital there must have been some kind of violence that he did or uh, aggression like you can't just dress like that and walk up to the capital and like no one's gonna say anything like when security approached him what did he say to security like i have no idea Dare I say it? Dare I say it? I'm going to go there right now. Go where? He was a crisis actor. A what? A A crisis actor. A crisis actor. So this actor is going to pretend to go to prison for 41 months? No, no, no. He, uh, He acted. Not only at that event, but many other riots. He's also well publicized and documented you can just literally youtube it um let alone google it and um i think the thing is he was a crisis actor and he got caught he just went a little bit too far of an actor but the thing is like i said man the guy is great he did look great like come on like you have to admit that he was hilariously like who shows up to like when you see the left show up to their protests and the way that they're dressed and then you see this guy i can't help but laugh like that is just funny. Like that is hardcore funny. That guy is like the image of that guy is never going away for everyone who has ever seen him ever. Like we could be 99 years old and be like the QAnon shop. And I remember when that guy got 41 months just walking it's around funny. the Capitol. You know what I mean? Like he didn't even hurt anybody. It's 41 months funny. You know, that's like it's going to be like, you know what? It's like Mark, you said it's it's gonna go down in infamy because it was worse than civil war. Do you think he's gonna be a hero in prison though? Like when he gets there, everyone's gonna be like, He's here, oh my god. Because you right. know what I mean? He didn't hurt anyone, he didn't touch any kids, he didn't like he freaking we tried to like he walked around the government building and put his arms up and was like, Hi oh, you know what I mean? Like I bet you no one like who in prison would be mad at him for that, like you know what I mean? Oh, dude, the one thing I guarantee is gonna start with though is um you know, learning how to pray. And, and learning how to of, pray. What are you talking about? Getting on his goddamn knees. Oh, I'm sure that guy prays all the time. Oh, you're saying, okay, uh, I see it. I there yeah, you go. No, yeah. He's not gonna wow. do that. He's a big dude. Wow. He's a big dude, man. He's not gonna be doing that. You know what? We'll see. We'll that guy's gonna be a pimp. That guy's either gonna be a pimp or he's gonna be protected by somebody. He's gonna be protected. But to no. be protected, <laughs> you don't think the Aryans yeah. are going to be like this guy's hilarious? He's part of us now. <laughs> and and you know what? Like speaking of like some uh, interesting things that are happening around, especially like Europe. The other day we heard about Austria, how their government uh, essentially was saying, "Hey, anyone's unvaccinated, you must be put under lockdown protocol." Well, lo and behold. Um, the Italy. Italians are here and they're back and they're they're joining union with the Austrians. And we all know what Austrians and Italians did way back in the day in the 40s. So here we go. Round two. Well, my point of bringing this up, Kevin, is that it's happening in Austria and now it's happening. Well, it's not technically happening in, in, in Italy. It's just that the government is calling for it. Okay. So when it says Italian governors call for vaccine, it's just a bunch of politicians talking crap. But still... This seems like, it seems like dominoes, you know what I mean? Like Austria is going to fall unvaccinated, stay at home. Then uh, Italy falls. Then like, you know, Germany is going to fall. 
and then Romania falls, and then Britain falls, and then boom, once Britain falls, Canada falls, and then we're going to be in the exact same boat. You know what I mean? Or am I just am I just paranoid and full of shit and full of conspiracy theories? Because I think it's weird when I see these headlines. Italian governor calls for unvaccinated people to be put on lockdown. How do you even do that? Like, how do you I, prove? How do you prove who goes outside was vaccinated or not? Like, I know you have the vaccination passport, but are you going to check every single person? Just like I said, way back in the day in the forties, how do you check? Show us your papers. Your papers. Right? It's like. Um, instead they're like, hey man, we're not Nazis. We don't ask for your papers. <laughs> Let's see your QR code. <laughs> no, actually, actually, I saw yeah. I saw a headline, Kevin, that there's one school in the States, I believe it's in the States, that has putting is making unvaccinated children wear yellow armbands. And wow. that's what the Nazis did to the Polish when they invaded Poland. If you were Jewish, you had to wear a Jewish armband. And you had to be seen as Jewish and stuff like that, like across the street. Like they're they're like shaming you. You know what I mean? This is like so that, I guess that's shame that's on like, level. like Mark, you and I have a little bit of humor, right? And it's dark sometimes, but guys, unfortunately, like as are as like listeners, like you know, start opening your consciousness a little bit. I know that Mark just got his second vaccination yesterday and he's he's like he's there, he's good to go. Fully vaccinated. But I think for like for for like me and and him and especially our listeners, like it's about just seeing like, do you guys see a trend happening? Do you guys see like any like, oh, oh my God, this happened back in the forties as well with Adolf Hitler. Oh yeah, that happened as well. I apparently you cannot leave your house anymore, and you must now wear a badge. And soon enough, they'll be like, you're fired. You know, it's like they're basically just gonna kill us off. Um, and I don't mean that like literally. I mean I mean that more in the sense of like emotionally. They're just gonna get us to a point to just recalibrate us because as our consciousness is, is and it really is, it is expanding and growing at exponential rates because people are connecting, people are coming together and exploring their consciousness. But at the same time, the more and more people that talk about the cases, the cases. You know, and like how many deaths of COVID were there today? Three? Oh my God, they should lock down schools again. It's it's starting to get ridiculous, you know. And yeah, it's it like, is. It really you is. Just tired of it. Be like, let's just move the fuck on. Like, you know, people died of AIDS today. Fuck, way more than COVID. So let's go. You no know? one's dying of AIDS anymore. Well, I mean, maybe not where you live. God, you know, they got AIDS under control. Let 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 let's move on though, because in our own country. There's been a state of emergency uh, declared in British Columbia uh, over climate change. And Kevin wants to get into this. I want to hear. I don't I, don't, I didn't really read these uh, stories, so I don't know. But I'd love to hear Kevin's thoughts. Go for it. OK, so this is a really important thing, again, for our listeners. You guys, like, listen up. Climate change is so real. OK, so as a fact, in the year 2020, what ended up happening is that, like, because of the COVID pandemic, the government wasn't able to, like, you know, put on the restrictions or, or the uh, parameters for their taxpayers to pay enough taxes to ensure that if they do pay enough taxes of climate change, that, like, pff, their days and summers and weather would just be, like, ideal and perfect, right? Well, guess what? They didn't pay enough taxes. And as a result, climate change was, like, you motherfuckers. And just yesterday, in the Coquihalla, 
which is the mountain terrain and the that connects the uh, the mainland to the interior of British Columbia. Uh, it like literally, and I've driven over that many times, not many, but like dozens of times. And and the thing is, like, it's literally wiped off the fucking earth as if it's like bye bye. And I want to tell you and be like, oh my god, there's some sand, and someone's gonna have to go there and sweep it off. We're like, no, it's literally the entire part of the highway is gone. Interestingly enough, um, the bigger story here is now evolving, which is uh, huge. Obviously, like Vancouver is a port city, so it brings in a lot of imports. And um, what's happening is that uh, the main highway that connects the mainland into the uh, Alberta, uh, Calgary, specifically to the next major distribution hub in Canada, that's cut off, which means the only way the trucks can go is far north. And when you go that far north this time of year up in those mountains, it's like so treacherous that it's like, fuck that. So it's going to create yet again another major like international supply chain issue, because like when you think about it, you have the port cities, but the primary ones are the Vancouver port. Then you have the, uh, I think it's in Portland. And then you have Seattle and um, then you get into San Diego, right? And when you get in those, those are the main ones. So when you take out one of them, here we go. How is this any different from that giant ship turning sideways in the fucking aisle to be like, ah, got stuck bitches because I'm too big. <laughs> you know? And I, I think that's the thing is like, we are in uh, this very unique uh, situation where climate change is the only reason this happened what do you think so 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 you're saying that the because it's a big flood right and uh that's the headlines that i didn't read the stories but the headlines and the pictures that i see there's a big flood that's caused a state of emergency and are you saying that the flood is caused by global warming i'm saying that the only reason any hurricanes or tornadoes or lightning even let alone like breezes of wind that are greater than 15 kilometers an hour if it gets hot or too cold, if it rains 20 minutes longer than it used to, the only reason is because we're not paying enough in taxes. And that's my whole point. We need to keep taxing people as much as we can. This is, Otherwise, this, this is a pretty good satire right now. I'm catching well, it, on it is. Is satire because you're joking. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, because I'm, I'm, I'm listening to this point. and I'm like, Kevin believes in climate change now. I'm like, what's going on here? So I'm like, and on Monday, Kevin didn't believe in climate change. I know. <laughs> oh, no, no. And, and you know, like, I do believe that the climate changes. Why? Because we're like literally um, turning at, I think it's like 1300 miles an hour, like spinning. And uh, while we're spinning, the earth is spinning around the sun at some like 120,000 kilometers an hour. And while we're spinning that speed, the sun is spinning around our galaxy. At some like a million miles an hour, and we're all just being pulled at exponential rates. We can't even freaking think about. And we were like, "What do we call it?" They're like, "I don't know. Let's just call it gravity." You know, that so no, we, that's not that's not really what gravity is. But okay, no, no, that's what I mean. They're like, "What do we call that?" You're just being pulled. We're constantly pulled, and it, it has nothing to do with like the carbon dioxide we put in the air. I mean, do I agree pollution's bad? Yeah, you shouldn't put like like paint and art like arsenic chemicals into or any chemicals for the matter like arsenic. Pardon me. You said arsenic. Is that a is that a thing or you you know what, Mark? It's it is a thing. And do you mean like I, carcinogenic or? Uh... 
Yes, like cars and a genic. Yeah. It's, okay. How did you pronounce that again? Cars and a genic? Carcinogenic. Oh, it's Carson. Carson's eugenic? Really? Something like that. Yeah, no, it's something like that. Yeah. But the, the thing is, like the climate change, the big, the big best part, best part about it is that, like, guys, you know, stop polluting. Stop fucking like look at India, where they're like literally the rivers are like on fire. I'm not exaggerating. Um, that's pollution, right? There's nothing to do with climate change, it's like people polluting. You know, and and I think. Well, what are you going to do? You can't you can't tell India what to do, and you can't tell China what to do. That's like half the planet right there. You know what I mean? Like they're going to do what they're going to do. They're going to do what they're going to do, and you know what? At the same time, it's apparently the huge world. So let let's just. No, you're you're seeming optimistic. In the in a in a recent episode, I went on a large rant where I am not optimistic about changing like anything, climate change or pollution or anything like. I think everything's fine, and even if things get worse, whatever, I don't even care. And uh, there's nothing we can do. There, there's nothing we can do. They don't like do like like I, like at this point we would have to go back to like being cavemen and like having fires at night and stuff like that. And you know, well, what I mean? I'm gonna I'm gonna burning candles like Abraham Lincoln or something like that. Like if we went back to that, maybe everything might be fine. But I don't know. Well, I'm I'm gonna screw this up. But like there was a, it was World Series like Oakland A's versus um, San Francisco or something like that. And in Oakland, there was an earthquake live in the World Series. And like, dude, like it like devastated the city like completely, right? And uh, the thing is, is like, when that did was, that happen? Was that like the seventies or something? No, that was the eighties. That was the eighties. And okay. and the thing is, like, it it was you can look it up. It was very famous because live on TV, the, the major major earthquake was captured. And back then, that like that was like a thing. But like, because no one had PVRs or cell phones. I mean, so the thing was is. Uh, Dude, it devastated the entire uh, Oakland area, and it will forever go down in history. But, dude, was it because of climate change? No. No, it wasn't, because that wasn't a thing 30 years ago. But all of a sudden, now it's a thing. Oh, no, it was a thing. It was a thing 30 years ago, climate change. But if if you remember, 30 years ago, the, the, the language was the ozone layer. Like 30 okay, so years, then, and then 30 like years ago, it was all the ozone layer. The ozone, no one talks about the ozone layer but, now. Maybe, maybe the ozone layer is gone. I don't know. But the, do you remember Al Gore, like mid 2000s? He's like, by the year 2012, the New York City will be 100 feet under the water. And he guarantees, like, so in 10 years, we have 10 years to protect, to protect the oceans. And you know what happened? Nothing. Nothing. I know. You know how many houses mm-hmm. Al Gore bought since? Lots. Well, the, the, the thing is, is that the climate is is changing and it's possible that man has something to do with it. But I mean, my argument is there's nothing we can do about we've gone too far that there's too many of us and there's too much technology and there's no way to turn this to turn this around. We're not turning this around in my lifetime. You know what I mean? Like I've been hearing about the ozone layer and climate and our environment since I was three. Since I was able to understand what people were talking about, and now I'm I'm 40 years old, and I'm still hearing the same shit every friggin' year, and it gets frustrating because my own local climate hasn't changed one little bit since I was three years old. You know what I mean? It's it still gets like that, like around like uh, like 30 degrees Celsius in the summer. It can still get minus 30 degrees Celsius in the winter, and it's been that way my entire life. Now, again, I understand that my local climate and 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 global warming or whatever or climate change or the earth's climate are, are are different things but 
I don't know. I just don't care anymore. Let's move on because we've talked so much about climate oh, change. Hold on, hold on. One one last shout out to um the people and communities in the interior, lower mainland, in the mainland. Um, all those communities affected by this. This is gonna be a major change for you guys. So hope everyone's safe in British Columbia, man. But like, come on, guys, pay more fucking taxes. Okay, here we go. We're gonna move on to to play who wants to be a millionaire. Now, if you're uh, if you're new to the if you're new to the show, every uh, episode Kevin and I play who wants to be a millionaire together. We put our brains together and we try and figure this out. Now, when we first started it, just me, but yeah, yeah. Well, when we when we first started it, we were doing it with an app on our phone, uh, and now that's impossible now because Kevin lives in New Brunswick and I live in Ontario, so we do it online. And this new online one, Kevin and I are getting crushed. Uh, uh, it has been a little emotionally. Yeah, it's it's been emotionally hard. Uh, we're on a bad streak right now, but I'm telling you, we're about to turn this franchise around. Whether if it's this episode or in a few months, I mean, I'm telling you, we're gonna turn this around and we're gonna win. We're going college. for the million, the motherfucking million. Going for the fucking million, ladies, okay? ladies and gentlemen. Your host of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, Kevin. Which of these words is a common slang term for an error in a computer program? Is it A, gates, B, rice, C, bug, or D, mouse? Okay, it's definitely C, bug. It's, it's C, bug, without C a question. Bug. 100%. 100%. On, guys, come on. Really, Me? come on. Ladies okay. and gentlemen. The $200 question. Which of the following characters is not associated with Rice Krispie cereal? Is it A, pop, B, snap, C, crackle, or D, explode? It's obviously explode. Snap, it's crackle. obviously explode. Yeah, snap, right. Crackle and pop, explode, D, final answer. How about snap, crackle, explode? Rice yeah, that'd be explode. <laughs> Explode, pop, snap. That would be funnier. Okay, we got that right, ladies and gentlemen. The $300 question. According to a popular phrase, something that is close by is just a, quote, hop, skip, and a, quote, what away. Is it A, jump, B, spring, C, toss, or D, Hiccup. It's A, jump. It's a hop, skip, and a jump away. Hop, a, hold a, on, hold on. Hop, skip, and a spring. No, hop, skip, no, and a it, jump. It's hop, yeah, skip, it's and a jump. definitely hop, skip, and a jump. A, jump. Here we go. A, final 100%. answer. Final answer. 100%. 100%. 100%. Boom. Ladies and gentlemen, the $500 question. What movie has a song called, quote, Super Califragilistic Expialidocious. Is it A, The Nutty Professor? Is it B, Alice in Wonderland? Is it C, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang? Or is it D, Mary Poppins? Super Califragilistic Expialidocious is a song in the musical Mary Poppins. I agree. I agree. It's D, Mary Poppins. Finally. Does that take me back to being a little boy in the 80s? Yeah, and me too, really. Well, you're in the like six. Yeah, right? I know the long running joke you do. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, the $1,000 question. Bum, 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 bum. 
bum bum, in the title of the 1982 song, the group Culture Club asks, quote, do you really want to, end quote, what? A, dance. B, wear that dress. C, hurt me. Or D, break my heart. Yeah, I'd C, hurt me. Do you really want to hurt me? Is that right? No, it comes after that? No. Do you really want to make me cry? Okay, okay. We're harmonizing. Dude, C, hurt me, baby. Let's okay, C, go. C, hurt me. We're doing it. We're doing it. We're doing it. Come on. Come on. Come on. Oh, yeah. Oh, a thousand bucks, baby. This is number, question number six, y'all. Ladies and gentlemen, the $2,000 question. Which Asian country calls itself, quote, Nippon? Is it A, Japan, B, Vietnam, C, China, or D, Korea? I have no idea. Okay. Should I get a little controversial here? No, I'm gonna Don't I'm gonna ask the audience. Nippers. I'm gonna ask the Don't audience. Nippers? I'm asking the audience. I think no 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 I no. I did no, it, no. I did it. It's A. It's A. They're all there. It's Japan. I know. I was gonna explain. I was gonna explain. Well, that you, you explained too long. You, a Japan. You didn't let me. I we didn't have to use that mark. You never gave me a god. I'm sorry, but I the four thousand dollar question. What kind of musical instrument is referred to as a quote blues harp? End quote. Is it a a trumpet? B a harmonica? C a guitar? Or D a bass? It's B a harmonica. No, let's just use the uh, let's use a 50-50. It's B a harmonica. Oh, no, we got to use the 50-50. Yeah, it's well, I'm choosing B. Okay. <laughs> okay, you ready? No 50-50. I'm going B harmonica. It's on me if we lose this. Here we go. Boom, baby. Yeah. Of course. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, the $8,000 question. By definition, which of the following might be portrayed in the quote, still life painting? Is it bicycle race? B, fruit. Basket, C, singing choir, or D, a flowing river. It's a fruit basket. Still life. Fruit basket is the only thing there that's that's still. Bicycle rake sure? moves. Bicycle rake is moving. Bicycle race is moving. Choir singing. is moving. They're racing, singing, or they're flowing, but they're not basketing. No, but I think it's fruit, B. Is fruit B, basket. B fruit basket as we're doing it. B fruit B, basket. B, yeah, that's right. Final answer. Bump 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 is it A, Estelle Ford, B, David Buick? Is it C, Ransom L. Olds, or is it D, Gaston Chevrolet? No idea, Kevin. <laughs> let's, well, let's, let's, let's vote a friend. Let's okay, vote a friend let's, or 
I think phone we should 50 50 because I have no idea. No, that's why I want to do phone a friend. Phone a friend. All right, fine. Your friend says you've asked the wrong friend. I really don't yeah. know anything about this. And we just wasted that whole lifeline. Okay. I, 50, 50. Again, you didn't listen to me. But again, I didn't listen to you. 50 50. Estelle 4. I'm going with Gaston Chevrolet. Okay, that's all you again. It was. Oh, okay. No lifelines left. No lifelines. The $32,000 question. In the 2000 movie, scary movie, the killer dons a mask closely resembling one used in what horror movie? Was it A, The Exorcist, B, Halloween, C, Friday the 13th, or D, Scream? It was D, Scream. D, Scream. God, hold on. D, Scream, 100%. It's 100%. Give ourselves a breather. Hold on. I just want to breathe for two okay. seconds. I'm going to take Ooh. a drink. I'm going to take a drink. That's what I'm talking about, man. That's what I'm saying. Like, this thing I've been, I've been we doing. We got 20 time. seconds left, but it's 100% scream. Taking a little breather here. Okay, here we go. Here we go. I'm clicking on screen. D scream, final there answer. Bum, 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 Five. I have no idea, Kevin. Well, think about it, Mark. Okay, so there's seven continents, right? Antarctica, name an athlete besides it's LeBron. Probably only two. It's only two. It's got to be two. Okay, to be included in Winter Olympics, a or sport three. must be widely played in. Okay, so think about it. So there's horizons, right? So Africa is a continent. And Australia, like they do, they have okay. Snow. Three, it's three. Let's go three. We got 10. I'm gonna, seconds. I'm gonna go three. I'm gonna go three. 10, 10 seconds. Final answer. We're both going three. Final answer. I, I actually don't know this. Here, come on. I don't know. I don't know. Come on, maybe let's we go. Right. Yeah, we were right. Oh. The fuck off. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, the hundred and twenty-five thousand dollar question. Which of these substances contains no carbon atoms? Is it A, rust, B, sugar, D, dynamite, or D, grain alcohol? No carbon atoms. So think about it. Carbon is the center of all life. Carbon is needed in alcohol. Sugar. Ooh. Rust is iron, so... It would have carbon. 15 Dynamite. seconds. Dynamite is the only one that is. 10 seconds, Kevin. 10 seconds. I, I, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to say, I'm going to say. So five seconds. Say it's dynamite. Dynamite C. Dynamite I'm C. Say it's dynamite. C. 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 Oh my God. It was rust. No. It was rust and we lost. Oh my God. But isn't rust like iron, which is made? Uh, I don't know. Kevin. I'm pretty I sure. Knew that I would have diamond. answered the question. I have no idea. At least we didn't get embarrassed this time. We went on a good run. I said I was hoping we'd go on a good run, and we did. 
We'll pull the list back up, Mr. Jardy, and let's get right back into it. Because, guys, yeah. we got some more exciting things to share with you. Yeah, we of course, we of course have the uh, a really super exciting segment. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your sports headline. You're the host of Sports Headline, Kevin. Hey, and welcome back to Sports Headline. My name is Kevin, and we have some huge news coming right down from Florida, where Toronto Blue Jay, Robbie Ray, who's a Cy Young Award winner, he is the fourth Cy Young Award winner, and breaking the news is one of our analysts down in Orlando, Florida, Mark Jardine. Mark, well, hold on. how he are said, you? He said he's the fourth Cy Young winner. Do you mean he's the fourth one for the Toronto Blue Jays? That's what I said. No, and Mark, how, no, how are you? Yeah, didn't say that. Okay, so I'm not down there again, and I'm, I'm never down there. This is kind of a bit that we do. But uh, I don't even know who that is. I Honestly, I've never heard of Robbie Ray before. I have no idea who he is, and somehow he, he plays for Toronto. We want to Cy Young. I'm out of touch, Kevin. I'm out of touch. Time has gone past me. I don't even know what's. I don't even know what's up anymore. What's down? This guy, Robbie Ray, Blue Jay, won the Cy Young Award, which is the Cy Young Award is like the best pitcher in baseball for that year. That's the award, and uh, he's the best pitcher in baseball. He's from the Blue Jays. I have no idea. Those are fascinating. Yeah, maybe I got to get down to the Sky Dome. I got to get down to the Sky Dome and see a game. Thank you very much for that super informative uh, review down in Orlando, Florida. Another big news is the Toronto Maple Leafs. They are on a historic record in the on an NHL uncalibrated level. Mark, what are your thoughts? The Leafs are going to lose in the playoffs, Kevin. They're going to make it to the playoffs. They're going to disappoint their entire fans. First round exit of the playoffs. The Maple Leafs set it here first. You get it's like clockwork. It's gonna happen. The Leafs are gonna they're gonna be a great team all season long. They'll they'll you know what I mean. After Christmas, they'll even pick it up even more. And then come playoff time, they're gonna go down, man. They're a season team. They're not a playoff team. They've always been. What are your thoughts, Kev? I think you couldn't be more accurate. And next. We have a huge review of this NFL Week's Picks. Huge lineup. And I'm going to get right into it, Mark. Of course, guys, just a reminder, we have your Thursday night, America's Game of the Week, Sunday night, and Monday night football games. Really excited to share all of them, so let's go from the top. Thursday night, we got the Atlanta Hawks hosting the New England Patriots. You and we have the, the Atlantic Hawks. The Atlanta Falcons. Falcons hosting the New England Patriots, and we have the Patriots by seven. Mark, who are you taking and why? The Patriots just had a huge win. I forget who they just blew out, but they're coming off a, a huge blowout. Atlanta is just a mess. Like, it's a mess. Like, I don't even know what's going on over there. I mean, it's hard not to take the Pats to win by seven. I'm going Pats. You're going Pats by seven? Or by eight, actually, because I got to win by eight. yeah. Okay, all right, Pat's paid by Mark. You know what? I I think I'm gonna have to throw this one out to um our homeboy uh, 
Matt Ryan. And, you know, we have so many guys that are just like dropping in my pool that I play in. I mean, I've always seen them. I, mean, I used to start them a couple years ago, but you know what? Tom Brady haunted him since the, the um, Super Bowl. I think it's always going to live with him. But moving on, I too take Pats minus seven. America's game of the week. We have, of course, America's team, Dallas Cowboys versus those KC Chiefs who came off a huge win. Um, KC, two and a half points. Mark, who you got? Well, in this game, I think I got to go with America's team. I got to go with God's team. The Dallas Cowboys did not lose by a field goal. I mean, the Cowboys are on fire. They're a great team. I know KC had a big win last week against the Raiders, but it was a it was a div- divisional matchup. They know a lot about the Raiders. They've had a lot of good luck against the Raiders. But this week, it's against America's team, against God's team, the Dallas Cowboys, and I'm going the boys to not lose by two and a half. Yeah, you know what? So you're going to take the boys. Um, on the plus, um, you know what? I got uh, Patrick Mahomes, speaking of pool, fantasy pools, I got him starting off of mine. Last week, he just lit it up. I think he's feeling the vibe. Back in action. Again, KC needs the win. Like Mark said last week, um, it was almost the entire division was tied. So KC covers the spread easy. Mark got Dallas Sunday night football. Of course, we got one of Mark's favorite teams um, being uh, hosted by the LA Chargers. Oh, who's a huge quarterback right there right now. He's making a name for himself. Chargers by five and a half. Pittsburgh Steelers. Are they without Ben uh, Rosenberger? Once again, Mark, who do you got? You know, Kevin, the Chargers are a great team. They might even be the team to win the Super Bowl this year. Uh, I mean, they just got old. I, uh, I don't really know. I like what, what I'm trying to say here when I say I don't know is that the Pittsburgh Steelers are a team that they're, they're, they're put together in a way we're over the decades. They somehow just find ways to win games. Like they don't, they don't always win in the traditional fashion. They just, they, they good teams and good franchises somehow just find a way to win. Now are the Steelers going to win this game? Probably not, but I got them to not lose by five and a half points. I'm taking my team, taking my boys, the Pittsburgh Steelers to, to not lose by five and a half points. Huge. Um, I, I have to go to the Chargers. They're at home. Uh, their record is just speaks for itself. But you know what? I agree. Steelers, heck of a good team. Great coaching. Uh, you know, those Super Bowl rings. No one will ever be able to take them. Six of them in their franchise. Monday night football. Of course, guys, last week, what the heck did everyone do last Sunday? There's nothing to do, nothing to watch because Tom Brady had the week off. Well, guess what, guys? Tampa Bay Buccaneers are hosting the New York Giants. Um, Bucks, huge spread yeah, by Monday 11. Night, Monday what night football, think? Giants. The Giants are a terrible team. Tom Brady's the man. The Tom Brady Buccaneers, they're, I mean, I think 11 uh, points for the Bucks. I think that's generous for the gambler. I mean, you got to go with Tom Brady to beat the Giants by 11. I know that Tom Brady hasn't had in his career the greatest luck against the Giants, but that was when he was on the Pats, and that was way back when Eli was on the Giants. The Giants are a totally different team now. They're kind of a mess themselves. I mean, all the New York teams are kind of a mess. And, I mean, Tom Brady to win by 11, I got that. That's my pick. 
They just remember last time uh, Bucks played their last game, huge upset. They lost um, by a few touchdowns, I believe. So take it down, guys. That is our NFL picks week. We wish you all the very best as well. But we have a we have a huge thing to share with you guys. Um, uh, we have a question about like you know the video game world. Is that really a topic that Mark and I get into or debate a lot? I mean. He's basically in his 50s. Like he was already 20 years old when Nintendo first came out in 85. That's not true. And you know it. I had the original Nintendo as a little guy. I was born in the 80s too, Kevin. I mean, Kevin, I want to bring this up. I know we don't talk a lot about gaming on the on the show, but uh I read an article lately that 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 asked the question: is open world gaming dead? And this is the genre of open world gaming where these games that were to have these huge, massive amounts of land and area for you to explore and, and, and go through. And they've been my favorite game for a long time. But lately, as technology has gone by and the games are getting bigger and bigger, there's been some really serious like disasters that have been released. And right. I'm going to start off. I'm going to give you three examples here. And I want to talk about them. First off is the Fallout 76 release. When Fallout 76 is a huge open world game and it was embarrassingly bad at release. Like it was embarrassing that they even released it at all. It was insane. It made the company look bad. But then uh, after that, uh, another huge open world game came out called Cyberpunk 2077. And Cyberpunk had an even more embarrassing release because... Well, we'll get into why because, but it just had so many bugs and so many problems that the game was basically unplayable at release. And then recently, just in the last few days, about six days ago, uh, GTA, the the Grand Theft Auto franchise, released its trilogy definitive edition, where it's uh, uh, that's that's Grand Theft Auto three. Grand Theft Auto Vice City, and then Grand Theft Auto San, San Andreas, which were the three games that were lumped in. And these are huge open world games, and it was a massive amount of problems. Now, these games came out 20 years ago, and they didn't have problems. And today... Amazing games, by the way. They I just are amazing say, games. them all. I got obsessed with them. I know. Like, they, they are amazing games. And I even want to get the GTA trilogy, because like I, I want to get it, but there's so many insane problems about it. Like, if you go online, Kevin, and, and look at the bugs and look at the weird stuff that is going on in the game, it, <coughs> it is just an absolute mess. So when you look at this, these are three totally different companies that are releasing these huge franchise games, Fallout 76, Cyberpunk 2077, and GTA Trilogy. It doesn't look anymore like it's the companies. Like, cause it used to be like, you used to say, oh, it's, 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 it's the manufacturer just didn't do a good job or the manufacturer didn't do this, but no, all the open world games coming out are garbage at, at, at release. And is that just because this genre is broken and this genre is basically dead, Kevin? What do you well, think? You, you might want to even put up their uh, Far Cry 6 that just recently came out or, um, even yeah, I'm sure there. Oh, I'm sure there's 20 more games we could mention. I just wanted to highlight those three. Well, yeah, yeah. And I, you know, just to add that to your point, though, it's like um, I, I certainly think that uh, the video game world was super impressed and obsessed. Uh, I think the whole thing started with Mario 64, 
where you have this new environment you can kind of pick and choose what room you got yeah you can walk around like go anywhere you want and explore and stuff yeah right you you didn't have to like click a button and just automatically takes next level you can actually just but that game had no updates and was released with no bugs right you know what i mean like it was released perfectly it was a perfect game at release and, and to your point it's like exactly the way i was i was trying to go is to your point mark is you can just patch these bugs and like I became a victim a few years ago when I bought on opening day because I'm a huge Fallout fan. And I bought Fallout 76. And like, I was there when you bought Fallout. It was at work at lunchtime. You bought right. Fallout 76. And I was like, what are you doing? Oh, you spent like, I did you spent like $80 on that game. Like how many hours did you get into it? I, I honestly know exactly how many because there's a trophy for it. I think it was like 10. It's like 10 hours. I played over like maybe two or three days. Because I tried so hard to get it. Because into I know, like, I love the Fallout series, and I want the Fallout series to be amazing. And like, you get mad, like, when Fallout seventy six was was released, you 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 were asking yourself, well, why would they release it if it was that bad? But then Cyberpunk failed, and then GTA Trilogy Definitive Edition failed. Like Far Cry six failed. Every game that EA comes out with has failed. Like, you know what I mean? Like. At so what degree, point? Degree at what idea. point is it not the game developer and the style of game that we want to play? So to get well, true, but like to give you an idea, like this is a good game developer example. Examples of like I recently uh, purchased uh, Call of Duty Vanguard, and um, and I'm pl- I like the whole game is designed for like at launches for you to play the campaign because they do allow you to play multiplayer and they do allow you to play zombies, but like really. There's nothing to do except just practice because the game developer uses the first like two weeks of when the game becomes sold to like collect all the feedback, to like gain interest, to like have people create communities, work on all the bugs. Then they activate all the Easter eggs. Like you can still play the zombies games. It's just that like all the Easter eggs aren't activated. And all of a sudden they're like, it's activated. And now it's like an actual game they prepared for. And it's fantastic. They do a good job at that release instead of releasing all in one shot. Like it isn't, but isn't and 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 correct me if I'm wrong here, Kevin. Isn't the uh, the Call of Duty story mode games aren't they more linear though? They're not open world. They're more linear, are they not? The um, well, not nowadays. Well, yeah, they've always has them. They just go to story to story. Always been linear then. Well, like when you're when you're playing in the uh, actual game itself, you you can choose which route you go. Uh, there, there are a few games in the Call of Duty franchise where you can do like, you know, the goosebumps, choose your own destiny style. Um, and they have alternate endings. But I mean, I, I guess the whole point is that like there's different ways of uh, making games. And the thing is, like, there's lots of different ways of making them boatloads of money because Fallen 6, man, they made a boatload of money. What I will tell you is the next Fallen game they release, I think there's going to be a lot of people are going to be hesitant. You know, oh, and that game, that game you, all they have to do is they the the company is called is it pronounced bestodia bestidia i never really know how to pronounce but yeah i don't know how to pronounce it either it's a weird naming company but that but that company i think all they need to do is release a new skyrim game that has no bugs like that like they have to release a skyrim game when it's ready to be released just like the mario world stuff like when it's ready to be released and no bugs and then they have to wait like five, six, seven years to, or even 10 years to release a new Fallout. 
Like if they wait seven years to release a new Fallout game or 10 years when it comes out, I'm going to be like, like 10 years from now, I'll be 50. And I'm telling you, if 10 years from now, the next Fallout game comes out, I'm getting it. Like I'm going to have you have a PlayStation 7 by then. I know I'm going to have to buy a PlayStation 7 by then. You know what I mean? Like, because I won't have one. I'm not even going to get a PlayStation 5. But to, but to your point, though, it's like our world rate or our um, open world games, are they are they dying? Um, I, I think um, I don't think so, because I still do enjoy a well-designed open world game like uh, Dying Light is coming out soon. I'm super stoked for that. But what, what I will say, though, is that like um, when games are rushed, period, whether period, whether they're open world or not, when the games are rushed, you're always going to get um people that just like it's kind of like uh being loyal to a brand of like um let's say beer you know it's like you can drink all the best beer in the world but all it takes is that one bad beer and you're like i'm never drinking this again and it can even be a cigarette that you put in your own beer bottle and you drink it like ew i'm never having that again so i mean like again i don't think it comes down to is it because of open world gaming i just think that there's too many examples of just poorly designed open world games so people are migrating away from it I mean these these yeah the, the, these games have got too big. There there's too many like buildings you can't go in. Like even like look at Fallout Four, like how big Fallout Four was. Like that when I say big, I don't mean popular. I mean like the amount of game space that there is to explore. Like it's this massive amount of game space, and, when, and w- like when you look at that. There, there, there's only like a small handful of buildings you can even go into or a small like everything it's just big empty space like you know what i mean like yeah the the like there's all this land that you can explore but there's nothing to do there's nothing really like there's things to see but there's nothing really to do there's just you can't even go in the buildings like so many right. people you can't even talk to and communicate and, you know what i mean and, and that's where it will evolve with the new uh hardware imagine with the um PlayStation, whatever the other shit system's called. I can't remember what it's called. Uh, Xbox. Stupid, bo- stupid Box or something. <laughs> um, guys, there is like a new movie that Mark brought to my attention. It is called The Man from Toronto. It's going to be a comedy adventure movie. The release date is August 2022. So this is some breaking news, Mark. But the plot follows a New York City screwed up man named Teddy who is mistaken for the man from Toronto when the two wind up in the same Airbnb. And then of course, like the comedy and antics ensued. So Mark, what do you think? What's your feedback? This looks kind of fun, eh? Well, the guy who plays Teddy, the guy who's mistaken is Kevin Hart. So Kevin Hart stars in this movie. Kevin Hart is an amazing comedian. The guy sells out arenas, like the full arena. And uh, he's doing uh, like a, he's done a lot of great movies and a lot of great stuff. So it's a new Kevin Hart movie, but in the movie is also uh, I love it. in the movie is Woody Harrelson, uh, the, the the person who right. is the, the the person who is referred to as the man from Toronto is uh, J- Jason Statham or Jason Statham. I can't say his name. And uh, the uh, the pretty girl is actually the pretty blonde girl from the uh, Big Bang Theory, uh, Kaylee Cuco, whatever her name is. Kaylee Kukuo. Kuku. Kuku. Kaylee Kuku. Kuku. She's a pretty girl. So it looks like a it looks like a a, a a a really fun movie, Kevin. Like I saw the trailer. It just it's it's a Kevin Hart movie. It's got like oh Kevin Hart is uh teamed up with Ice Cube. 
So with Kevin Hart and Ice Cube with Woody Harrelson and Jason Statham and that uh, Big Bang, like Penny from the Big Bang Theory. And uh, I so it's kind of it's kind of nice to see Toronto getting some attention, though, don't you think? I think it's funny. I want to, I want I can't wait to see Jason Statham's accent. Like, does he have a Canadian accent or is he gonna because he's because he's from Europe or some shit, right? Boy. Yeah, exactly. He doesn't have a Canadian accent, so I can't wait to see him try and do a Canadian. Maybe it's just, I mean, uh, when, when I looked into it, when they say the man from Toronto, the man from Toronto is like the world's number one assassin. And he, and no one knows his name. He's just known as the man from Toronto. So maybe that's just a code name where the guy's not really Canadian at all or anything. But I mean, hey, that's, I, what it, that's what it seems like. But you know what? It makes it makes for a very intriguing. Hey, I'm from Toronto. Let's go. And then other people are like, I'm from Canada. And then other people are like, I've been there. But either way, it's it's really cool. I haven't actually seen the the video because it's kind of got problem. Mark and I were making the list for our audience. Well, Mark, you've seen the trailer, and what do you give it, sir? Out of five, it looks like a fun movie that uh, you would enjoy watching. But it's not a masterpiece. It's definitely not a masterpiece that's that's going to win awards. I mean, I'm going to go ahead and, and give it a a, a three point five stars, and say. Uh, and say this looks like a decent movie that uh, you probably should see and it's about the man from toronto like if that comes on netflix like I'm, I'm gonna click on it you know what i mean i'm gonna click on it but you didn't see it kevin do you want to just make up a uh um i i haven't seen it i will make one up i'm just gonna go na uh and we're gonna give that a final mark uh the, the last thing uh we want to put on the list tonight guys is of course a quick shout out the strain of the day um we got a really fun one, a great company uh, on Atlantic Canada, Misiku, um, which is uh, owned and operated by Aboriginal community. Uh, they make fantastic cannabis. Um, we're going to talk about Peggy's Pride. Um, it's a sativa. It's it's also uh, produced by Atlantic Can Medical. So it's a very uh, well-rounded, not only is it like you know, gives you that recreational experience you're looking for, but it's also very good for you because of the way that it's grown in the living soil. And they took, they actually hand trim their cannabis as well um, uh, for uh, some of their other products. Uh, I've had a few others of theirs as well. Uh, the Nova Glue, I really enjoyed, but this, this Peggy's Pride is smokable. It's chill. It's easy. Um, it takes, for me, I find it so interesting. It, I find it like it's one of those creeper weeds that like you smoke and you're like, did anything happen? And like five minutes goes by and then all of a sudden you're like, it, it kicks in five minutes after you smoke. So I think it's a really cool experience and um, definitely shout out to Misiko, Peggy's Pride Sativa. You can find it in your New Brunswick cannabis store. You can also find it in the OCS. So check it out, guys, if you have a moment. Um, recommend it. Again, has it medical attributes? Start looking at your cannabis and seeing if it's synthetic or organic. Start looking to see what kind of weed you're smoking, what kind of weed you're putting in your lungs. So enjoy, guys. And on that note, you have been listening to the... Excuse me. I'm speaking... Podcast.